Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour with your host, Sam Leibowitz. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Oh, I'm still getting used to saying the Good afternoon. Now that we've moved to our new time here on Mondays at uh, 1 p.m., I uh, hope you guys get used to this uh, new time slot. I'm enjoying it myself uh, a little later in the day and starting off the week. So let's get started with our quotes of the day. I'm sure you've been anxiously awaiting them all week long. Let's start off with our quotes from the universe. If anyone could do it, figure things out, smooth them over, face their fears, Find the truth. Come back and totally blast off as necessary for you to live as you now dream of living. You are that person. What a coincidence. The universe. Ah, cute little uh, quote from the universe today. And let's see what Abraham has to say. It is not attention to lack of wellness that makes you sick. It is attention to the lack of many things. Chronic attention to unwanted things hold you in a place of disallowing your physical well-being as well as disallowing the solutions to other things you are focused upon. If you would focus your attention upon the experience of physical well-being as much as you focus upon the absence of it, not only would your recovery come quickly, but maintaining your physical well-being and balance would also be easy. Abraham. Ah, an interesting quote from Abraham. Again, uh, chiding us on on the importance of focus and what we decide to focus on or not focus on. And that when we focus on the problem, when we focus on the things that aren't working, when we focus upon what we don't want, we're not really giving space to opening ourselves up to the possibilities of finding new solutions, of finding better ways, of, of finding that one strategy maybe that we've never tried before that actually works for us this time. So it's something to really kind of keep in mind as we go through our week. Where is your focus? Is your focus on solutions or the problem? Is your focus on finding the answer or is your focus on the blocks that you appear to have along the way? Uh, that's a lot of my work as a, in my coaching practice is really helping people to, to uh, refocus their attention onto the things uh, that will help them to move forward in their lives and, and bring them the things that they really want. And uh, today I have uh, quite uh, a wonderful woman in studio with me who I think is all about helping women to focus on the right things uh, when it comes to weight loss. Yes, I mean, I know you guys know my show is all about raising people's consciousness, but we need to raise our consciousness around all areas of life, which means not just about our spiritual life, but about our physical life, our financial life, our business life, our relationships, everything. So today I have... Jenna Laflamme, um, who basically works with women of all ages to help them to heal emotional eating and reach a healthy weight, love their bodies, and feel great um, through many of her programs and her coaching. And uh, because she uh, lives and works here in New York City, I get to have her here in studio. And she's also the author of Pleasurable Weight Loss, The Secrets to Feeling Great, Losing Weight, and Loving Your Life Today. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Jenna. Thank you, Sam. Ah. You know, I've had several people mention you to me like, 
over the past year or two that I was like, oh, I definitely have to meet this woman eventually. And then uh, I guess most recently there were like two of my uh, this uh, two people that I spoke to were like, oh, you definitely got to, you know, talk to Jenna. So I was like, OK, all right, it's time to get her in here. Happy to be here. <laughs> Great. So um, I'm curious, like when you were a little girl, you didn't like grow up thinking like, oh, I want to be a, a weight loss coach. <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> so how did you, uh, y- you know, c- come to this uh, interesting uh, uh, career that you've uh, picked for yourself? Sam, it was through my own struggles with food and with weight ah. that started around puberty when my oh, really? woman's body started coming mm-hmm. in and I had no reference for welcoming these changes in my body. On the contrary, I adopted what I saw women doing all around me, which was criticizing my body, rejecting my body, uh, and hating my body, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, dieting is just the thing to do. Right. And so from that early age, I started restricting my food. And inevitably, when you restrict your food, there's always going to be a pendulum swing. Right. And then came the binges. Right. And so that led to about 10 years of painful struggle with really? body image, with food, with weight. Uh, gaining weight in the process and it was through finding my own solution that I began teaching it and it's led to this uh, book. Wonderful, wonderful. You, you know, I heard someone once say the reason why diets don't work is just look at the first three letters. It's a good one. <laughs> you know, and, and that really, and, and I've heard this many times from many people, it's, you know, the idea of a diet, which really is something that's not sustainable will really never work for you because it's not sustainable. So it's something you may do for a period of time, but once you stop, then it's like, as you say, all the bad habits are going to come right back. So it's really more learning how to change your lifestyle. Absolutely. A holistic solution. Yeah. So so how did you come about finding, I mean, I'm sure it was a, a bit of a path to kind of find a way that worked for you, but you know, at what point did you say like, this is totally not working for me. Uh, I'm 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 only like gaining and losing weight. I can't sustain anything. I've got to try something different. My journey of healing took me to India. Oh, First of all, I spent two okay. years in India studying yoga and meditation okay. and learned a lot there. Ah. But still, this compulsion with food persisted. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, now I need to study nutrition. Obviously, Uh that's where the solution lies. (laughs) So I studied nutrition Uh and I became a health coach and I was advising others. Uh And yet privately behind the scenes, I was still binging. Uh I felt like a complete fraud. And all the information I had was not translating to my own results. Mm. So there I was complaining as usual, talking to a a teacher, Mm -hmm. a physical workout teacher, Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, you know, oh gosh, I'm so unhappy with my body and I'm so out of control with food. And mm. he looked me straight in the eye and said, I know why you're struggling. And I was like, why? <laughs> he said, it's because you're not listening to her. And I was like, oh. who? Looking over my shoulder, <laughs> who is this her I'm not listening to? He said, it's your body. Mm. He said, Jenna, there's two of you. And I say this to everyone listening. There's two of you. There's your mind and there's your body. Mm. And your body's an animal. Mm-hmm. He said to me, literally a female animal, your body is a she, not an it. Mm-hmm. So for the men listening, it's a he, he yeah. not an it. Mm-hmm. And he said, the reason you're, well, he said, all animals in nature, mm-hmm. 
uh, know how to eat mm-hmm. naturally. Right. And that was a light bulb going off, yes? I can't argue with that. Right. And your body's an animal too. Your body is no exception. She also mm-hmm. knows how to eat naturally to be mm-hmm. in balance. Mm-hmm. Mm, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. He said, the problem is you haven't been listening to her. Mm-hmm. The problem is you haven't been respecting her. Oh. Oof. And that was a totally new angle for me. And I felt it. And I felt my body's ears perk up and say, mm. yes, finally, <laughs> listen to what he said. Somebody is acknowledging me. Uh, I've been the bad guy around town for all this time, but I am wise. I am brilliant. You just haven't been giving me the time of the day. Mm. And you know, many insights flowed from there, but that was this turning point oh where my. I stopped blaming my body as a problem mm. and started seeing that the the essence of the problem was not that my body was bad or that food mm-hmm. was bad. It was the relationship I had with my body, the relationship right. between my body and mind, right. how I related the two of them. That's where I needed to pay attention. And so that became my goal. How right. can I have a beautiful, kind, compassionate, loving relationship with my body mm-hmm. that I came to think of as my inner wife? Oh. Yeah, my mind's the husband, my body's the wife. And okay. do That's I want to have a... You know, like the what is it? Sixty percent of divor- marriages end in divorce, divorce and right, yeah. many others are just miserable. Right? Do I want to have that kind of relationship <laughs> with with my body, right. or do I want to be one of the exceptions that right. really has an extraordinary relationship? Right. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, and and that's so true. And I've been hearing this kind of thing more and more. I mean, I see things kind of as uh, four points instead of two points. We have a mind and a body. We have a heart and we have a soul. And, and in Western culture, we've been so focused for so many centuries on just the mind. The mind is great and the mind can figure things out. Yes, the mind is good, but the mind is only one tool. And we have other tools at our disposal and the body has such innate wisdom in it. And, and the body really um, holds um, the emotions and, and holds the memories. Um, you know, with the healing work that we do here at the Double Diamond Wellness, um, one of the things that is many of the practitioners understand is that, you know, if you're dealing with trauma, if you're dealing with some, some very painful memory, that it's actually stored in the body. You can feel it in the body. So when we start to pay attention to our body, we get a lot of wisdom and we get a lot of depth and understanding with um, what's going on. So I'm curious. So, so this one teacher kind of inspired you, kind of opened your mind a little bit and said, ah, okay, that makes sense. Let me start to listen to my body a little bit more. But I'm sure it didn't just overnight you sort of came to this sort of concept of of, of healing that relationship, there was still some steps in the process. Definitely. At the beginning, I needed to be around him mm-hmm. to have this sense of her. Uh, and I just kept going back to be in his presence until eventually I got it that I could uh, use this personal pronoun. And here's a tool mm-hmm. to give to everybody. In English, it's correct to say your body, it. Mm-hmm. Grammatically correct. Right. I suggest tossing the grammar out the window, refer to your body as she Mm. or he, her Mm. or him. What does he want for breakfast? When does he need to go to bed? What are his desires, her desires? What does she feel? What does Mm. she want? This is a a tool to start opening up 
this dialogue mm. and giving your body and to give your body an authentic identity. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen to him or her and pay attention to, to what they say back to you. Um, I remember one time I was reading a book and it was uh, written by a gentleman uh, who had been a researcher into fasting. And he was like, you know, in our culture, we eat way too much. And that oftentimes we just eat because it's that time of day and we're not really hungry. And that really struck a chord with me because I realized that I had, um, you know, that I had fallen into that myself, that um, I would get up in the morning and I'd have breakfast just because it's time to have breakfast. I may not have been hungry, but I was still eating or I'd have lunch at a certain time because that was the time you have lunch. But really, when I started to check into my body, and it's like, well, am I really hungry? Do I need to start eating right now? Sometimes I'd be like, no, I'm okay. You don't have to eat right now. And so maybe I'd wait. And, and so that, that, that kind of started to me, just paying attention a little bit, just a little bit, um, to, to what the body said. And it, it kind of it really makes a lot of sense because how much are we kind of programmed just into society, right? Like, you know, 1230 or 1 o'clock, the, the, the lunch bell goes off and it's like, you know, all the kids in class, you all have to eat at the same time. But does everybody get hungry at the same time? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk about this idea of how you married pleasure into weight loss, which are two concepts that don't normally go together, do they? Not at all. Not at all. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. TalkingAlternative.com
And welcome back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And my guest this hour is Jenna Laflamme, a pleasurable weight loss coach. Um, so uh, we talked a little in the first segment a bit about, you know, kind of the background and how you came to this. But I'm really curious about how you sort of combine these two principles of, of pleasure and weight loss together because I mean listening to your body is one thing and that's what we want people to do we want to think want them to think more about their body and pay attention to him or her and and kind of get those messages start that communication flowing but this idea of pleasurable weight loss is kind of a unique idea when you start listening to your body what you discover is that her language his language is pleasure hmm. it's the feelings it's the sensations not the words mm-hmm. And all organisms in life, from the tiniest amoeba to a big red, big tree mm-hmm. to a human, we all orient towards pleasure and mm-hmm. away from pain. Yes. So towards what feels good, obviously for a tree, you don't necessarily call it pleasure, but it's right. moving towards the sun, Sunlight, yeah. contracting from the cold. The mm-hmm. amoeba will bump into something. Mm-hmm enjoyable and it feels good and ooh, it's the promise of life mm. survival existence mm. versus the danger the threat the stress the pain of mm. possible annihilation mm. so that's been our compass all through time yeah we were originally animals monkeys right. and we have evolved into humans we now have this thinking brain mm-hmm. and the mind has gotten a bit ahead of itself in terms of its judgments <laughs> yeah. to the point where, where we once knew if it feels good, it's good for you. Now there's a lot of shame that's put on pleasure and we often have the, the notion if it feels good, it's bad for you. Mm. If it feels good, you should reject it. Mm. We think that pleasure needs to be earned. It's mm. something that we only deserve under special circumstances, maybe at the end of a hard day's work or Mm. maybe at the end of a week of hard day's work or a month or a year. Mm -hmm. And so we end up with a massive pleasure deficit. Mm -hmm. Now, your body being older than your mind in terms of evolutionary span of things is stronger. Mm. And if you deny your body pleasure, she will find a way to get it Uh. compulsively. So what I realized was I was not making any space in my life for pleasure Mm. at all. I was totally focused on work, on accomplishment, on getting things done, Mm -hmm. and pure sensory enjoyment had virtually no place. Mm. So my body knowing something was missing, Mm -hmm. because over time, with pleasure as our compass, it's become a need. It's become a biological requirement. So with that need not being met, my body would find a way through binges and compulsions. Mm-hmm. And it was only when I realized, huh, what if I consciously put attention to pleasure first? Mm. What will happen then? Mm. And that's when everything changed, which led to this outcome of uh, pleasurable weight loss. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. And it, and it's, you know, it, it's true in, in many areas of life, even not just weight loss, that, you know, if we don't reward ourselves, you know, the ego will find a way to sabotage us. Like it's like if I'm just working, working, working and I'm not taking time off or I'm not doing something to reward myself for all that, quote unquote, hard work, 
you know, that's not going to last real long. One way or another, either the mind or the body is going to sabotage you because it's like, you know, I'm working hard. I want something for this. Exactly. No pleasure is not an option. Yes. It's either unconscious pleasure, compulsive pleasure, right. or consciously chosen aware pleasure. And, and I have a name for these two different types. And, oh. and this is one of the reasons why people think, Pleasurable weight loss, like what? You've got to be kidding. Pleasure is what got me into trouble in the first place. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I thought that too. Right. I thought I would curse pleasure, Mm. literally, Sam. I remember, ugh, this damn desire, this damn pleasure. Uh, I thought, why did nature make cheese taste so good if it makes you (laughs) fat? I mean, really, Mother Nature, like, what what is that? Uh, Is that just punishment? And and chocolate cupcakes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what I came to understand is, there's a difference between what are now called true pleasure and counterfeit pleasure. And that's really uh, the key here. Okay. Okay. So true pleasure is the one that gives us pleasure in the moment mm-hmm. and in the aftermath. Mm. An hour later, a day later, a week, a month, mm-hmm. a year later, you can look back and go, wow, yeah, that was really great. Mm-hmm. So in the case of, say, camembert cheese, mm-hmm. you know, some camembert cheese enjoyed Mm-hmm. in the right setting, mm-hmm. actually, it's fine for you. It's not right. going to make you fat. Right. It's only when you really overdo it overdo with the camembert it. cheese, right. as I used to, right. because I was so restricted that then mm-hmm. I would let loose, right. then that same camembert cheese becomes counterfeit pleasure, right. which is like counterfeit money. It's not the real deal. It's the right. fake. Right. It, you think it is. Right. It appears to be. But actually, there's a hangover. There's a negative after effect. Right there's uh, a cost. Right, absolutely. And I, I remember hearing once that they, scientifically they did a study and they said like you you actually only really taste like the first three or four or five bites of something and then after that you start to become numb to it. So like that first bite of whatever it is that you find pleasurable, cheese, chocolate, cookies, whatever it happens to be, you know, really, it's only those first couple of bites that you're really getting real pleasure from. After that, you, you, you're just kind of like, oh, eh, it's like no big deal. But what do we tend to do is those first two or three bites lead to 30 or 40 bites. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. If mm. we bring our attention to it, I think okay. if we don't bring our attention, yeah. yes, we'll be desensitized. But we can actually really bring our attention. And this is how you Mm. began the show today is where are you focusing? Yes. So after three bites, is your mind wandering to the shopping list, to your obligations, to uh, the drama of your Mm. eating companion? Mm -hmm. Or are you being present described yeah Yeah. and internally referenced? You're committed Mm. to your animal. Mm -hmm. And this is where it becomes a relationship thing. Uh. So say, let's take the best metaphor of all is sex mm-hmm. you're with your beloved mm-hmm. are you present for the first three kisses right or are you present in your love making for every caress every stroke mm-hmm. every nuance mm-hmm. of delight all the way through mm-hmm. now that takes some tantric prowess to actually be yes. able to right. be that present in yeah. sex yeah. in sensuality but mm-hmm. it can't be done yes similarly with food you can bring your attention. And this is what I call the pleasurable eating practices. And it's some of the oh. core practices of pleasurable weight loss. Okay. Can you smell the food? Mm. Can you take it in visually? Mm. Can you mm, really feel it in your mouth? Can mm. you taste it on your taste buds? Can mm. you be present with the sensation all the way down the throat, right. down to the right. belly and feel how it lands? Mm. And you can. 
Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you activate a whole different hormonal environment in your body, a mm-hmm. whole different metabolic environment, mm-hmm. which enhances calorie burning, which stimulates weight loss. Mm-hmm. But that's a learned practice, isn't it? I mean, that's naturally not how we, well, maybe naturally isn't the right word, but that's not how we're trained to p- sort of pay attention to eating, is it? I would think it's natural, but not conditioned yes. in our culture. Yeah, yeah. Again, why? Because we have this puritanical vein <laughs> In our conditioning that says, mm. no, pleasure's not good. Don't mm. bring your senses right. to the table. You might overdo it. Right, right. That's why we need to instill different values into right. ourselves, into the culture that says pleasure is good, pleasure is healthy. Not the counterfeit type, but the right. real type. Right. And that's what I'm here to do is to liberate the shame from pleasure. And then when we know pleasure is valuable, then we will bring our senses. Right. What do you find in, in, in people that you work with? What do you find is the most difficult part about making that switch for people? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think knowing that we're worth it. Ah. Knowing that we deserve it. Okay. And yeah. knowing that us taking it is not taking away from other people having it. Ah, yes, yes. So it's kind of that self-worth, self-care, self-love um, that kind of making that switch, like it's okay to do things for yourself. It's okay to do something because you, you're pleasing yourself. And just because you're pleasing yourself doesn't mean you're denying anybody else anything. Absolutely. On the contrary, yeah. when you truly please yourself and become vital, become energized, mm-hmm. become free of shame, then you are so much more available to help others. Yes, absolutely. You know, and it's, it's kind of one of the things I've been talking lately a lot about on my show is this sort of whole self-care theme that's been coming up a lot in the last few months and about how you can only truly help another person once you've really taken care of yourself. That if you haven't taken care of yourself, you're giving from a cup that's half empty, in which case you can't really give what the other person truly needs and you're really just depleting yourself. Whereas if your cup is overflowing and you give from your overflow, then the other person is getting what they need and you're not depleted in the process. Absolutely. And the problem becomes when someone is struggling with weight loss and unhappy with their body, then they interpret that unhappiness with their body as unworthiness. Um, And then they're not even willing to go down this path of really being present to the pleasure. So you really probably have to work a lot with people's self-image before you can even get to the part of the weight loss. I like to separate your body's worthiness from its weight, Uh, from her or his weight. Your body is worthy simply for keeping you alive, for keeping that heart pumping, the lungs breathing. Mm -hmm. That is enough to prove that your body is worthy of your love attention, kindness, Mm. and, of course, pleasure. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, you know what? Before we get on to the next, I want to really get into a little bit more of how you work with clients because I'm really curious about the process and kind of what it's what it's like and, and, and what your experience has been like. Let's take a quick break first. Um, go out a little early. And when we come back, let's get into like typically somebody comes to you, what the stages are like and, and how you kind of work with somebody. Cause I'm curious to see how what it takes to get to that transformational point. Okay. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest is Jenna Laflamme, author of Pleasurable Weight Loss, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. yourself stuck in the middle of the sea I'll sail the world to find you if you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see I'll be the light to guide you find out what we're made of when we are called to help our friends in need you can't count on me and welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking to Jenna Laflamme uh, about the, her practice of pleasurable weight loss. So I'm, I'm curious, Jenna, now you work exclusively with women? Generally, yes. Generally. Okay, great. Um, so when a woman comes to you and they've been going through the dieting and falling off the diet and the binging... How do you get started with somebody when they first come to you? Typically, in that situation, a woman is feeling really bad about her body mm-hmm. and caught in bad body image. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the fundamentals of weight loss is that your body at all times is in one of two metabolic modes. Mm-hmm. It's either in the stress mode mm-hmm. or the relaxation mode. Mm-hmm. So in the stress mode, that's when your body interprets danger a danger it needs to protect itself against. How? With weight gain. Yeah. Again, this is for most people. About 85% of people will respond to stress through 
slowing down their metabolism Mm -hmm. and gaining weight. And it's a proven evolutionary strategy. Mm -hmm. Our ancestors that gained weight under survive Mm -hmm. uh, under stress survived, whereas the ones that didn't died. Right. So we we can't argue with that. Right. But that becomes um, so so then vice versa when we're under relaxation, Mm -hmm. our body says, oh, life is good. Mm -hmm. The sky is blue. Mm-hmm. We're safe. We don't need this extra protection. We don't need mm-hmm. these reserves. Mm-hmm. There will be food. There will be abundance. Right. We're fine. Right. So ideally, the coveted relaxation state, as I describe it, is mm-hmm. the state we want to get into for weight loss. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's a few problems here. One is the stressful diets. Right. But that aside, even prior to that, is the stressful bad body image. Oh. Now, most women don't realize that the body image unto itself is causing them to gain weight or preventing it from losing weight, uh, preventing them from losing weight okay. because it's internal. It's just right. a thought. It doesn't seem like right. an external action that's doing something, yeah. but science shows us that thoughts actually do generate hormones, do generate a metabolic state that mm. can have a physical outcome. Right. So this is the culprit that we need to get to first is the bad body image. Uh, okay. So how do you, how do you do that? How do you let go of this narrative? Oh, my body sucks. It's terrible. Mm. It really takes something because you can look outside and the whole world can validate that you're not good enough if that's what you're looking for. Right, and we see it all the time in media and advertisements and movies. You know, everyone is they're slim, tall, good looking, and it's like, oh, I can't compare to that. And that's really the problem, right? We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. Absolutely. And I interviewed a marketing consultant in the book who mm-hmm. told me that there are studies proven, it's well known in the advertising industry, mm-hmm. that if you make someone feel bad about themselves, then they're going to spend more. Ah. So capitalism, Mm -hmm. it's in capitalism's favor on some level, Mm -hmm. certainly for certain products, Mm -hmm. that we feel bad about ourselves. So how do we break the cycle? The inner voice says you're not good enough. The outer world will tell you that too. How do you relieve that and and get to this place of feeling like I'm good enough? Mm. So how I suggest you do that is to really understand that weight gain is a protection. Mm. It's your body's attempt to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. It's also a cry for help. Mm. It's a cry for attention. Mm. Your body can't send you an email saying, <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> give me some care. Right. But what she can do is gain 10 pounds. Did yeah. you notice me? Yeah. No? Nope? Okay, let me try 20. All right, uh, 40, 50. How much is it going to take right. to get your loving attention? Right. So when you can understand weight in this regard you can see huh it's a messenger mm-hmm. it's not a sign of my deficiency right. um, and nor is it a sign that it's the end of the road right. i recommend sort of zooming out a bit and looking mm-hmm. at your life like a narrative that's unfolding mm-hmm. the story so far has led to the weight that you have now and the challenges mm-hmm. that you have now but the story is not over yet. Mm. Furthermore, you are the author of that story. Mm. This is one of the important principles to get started with is accountability. Mm. Nothing to do with accounting, but about the account of your life, meaning right. you're not the victim. Right. You're not the perpetrator. Right. You are the creator. Right. And for some reason, you have created the situation that you have now. Right. You've participated in that. Right. But you're free in every moment every moment absolutely and you created this for a reason you know and that it's 
it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just it's it's this situation was brought about in order for us to learn something. So we shouldn't put ourselves down for, quote unquote, creating this situation. We shouldn't put ourselves down for being in this. It's like, okay, I'm here for a reason. Let me learn what that lesson is and move forward. Exactly. And that gives you dignity. Yes. And dignity feels peaceful. Yeah. When you have dignity, hmm, you can mm-hmm. rest into your nervous system. You can calm down and you can see the possibilities going forward. So that's a really useful place to realize bad body image is not acceptable. No matter how we think we're not happy with our body, we need to find another frame Mm -hmm. where it makes sense and we have compassion for the situation and we are more present Mm -hmm. to the possibility for change Mm -hmm. than the weight of being stuck. Right. Right. And it's amazing if you were to ask people, and I've, I've done this a few times, like if you were to stand naked in front of a mirror, how would you feel about yourself? Would you feel good about your body or not? And it's amazing. Like 90 something percent of the time people say, no, can't do it. Don't like it. Exactly. So there's a huge opportunity for growth. Yes. Now, if you just rely on the mind, right. the mind will often return to that narrative. No, you're not good enough. So here's where you need to get out of the mind and get into feeling. Mm. So by that, what I mean is we think, oh, well, I'll I'll lose weight and then I'm going to uh, think I look good. Mm. But actually, I found it works the other way around. When Mm. we focus on feeling good, then we think we look good. Ah, think about it in that moment we'll go back to sex Mm -hmm. oh my gosh orgasmic sex you're feeling amazing you're so present with feeling good that your mind has forgotten that you think you don't look good right right. (laughs) we have sex all day every day but how about dancing how Mm. about um, being engaged in the the senses could be just walking down the street as i was to get to the radio studio today and taking in the colors taking in the windows taking in the city around me i didn't have that mental bandwidth for Mm. self-criticism because Mm. i was present in the moment yeah and and you could be you know you might not be in a city you could be in nature somewhere and just taking in the beauty of nature regardless of the time of year you know you go to a park i mean one of my favorite things to do because we're so close to central park is like go take a walk in central park and just you know take in the sights the sounds the smells and really you know absorb your environment and be really present to it there was a study in the new york times not long ago about weight loss Mm -hmm. and food choices Mm. and they took a group of people and they said okay you need to walk a mile for exercise Mm -hmm. right this is for exercise you're going to be exercising for a mile Mm -hmm. okay go exercise Mm -hmm. so they walked for the mile and they came back and they offered them a snack Mm -hmm. and they could have a a candy bar sugary candy bar or a healthier granola bar Mm -hmm. most people went for the candy bar after Ah. doing the proper exercise Exercise, Then they did the experiment, same, same route, same walk. I think this was in Italy. Uh And they said, okay, now um, this group, you're going to walk a mile for pleasure. This is for pleasure. This is for enjoyment. Okay. Walk your hearts out. Mm. Walk the mile. This is for pleasure. Mm. They got to the end of the mile. They offered them the snacks. Mm. And most people chose the granola bar. Wow. What I'm getting at is when we focus on feeling good, Mm -hmm. it comes naturally to make good choices. Mm -hmm. We're not needing to compensate for other things. Mm -hmm. That's why 
learning to feel good, what actually makes your body feel good mm-hmm. without shame, sustainably, mm-hmm. these innocent pleasures, these mm-hmm. delights. People think pleasure, oh, that's luxury, that's decadence, yeah, that's yeah. really indulgent. Right, and right. I want to get rid of that myth of pleasure is so indulgent (laughs) and remind you okay it can be but it can be the simplest delights Mm -hmm. and it's when we fill up on those delights Mm -hmm. that the compulsive cravings go away Mm. so coming back to you're saying what is my process with clients okay we're getting them back in their power position you're the creator not the victim okay Okay, let's address this bad body image. Mm-hmm. Get, re- restore dignity to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, make feeling good a priority. Mm-hmm. Uh, research the many delights that are available to you. Mm-hmm. Fill up on pleasure in mm-hmm. diverse ways right. so that it doesn't all have to come from food. Right. Oh, very cool, very cool. Do, do you find that... Um, because you work, you've worked with a lot of people over the years. Do you tend to find that there are certain patterns that people get into that, as you're trying to kind of reshape and remold things like the self-image and their habits, that there are certain um, uh, uh, common obstacles in the way? Well, I mean the the conditioning. So the conditioning is one, obviously, and the way to get around that is to really consciously decide who you're going to surround yourself with. Ah. You know, are you going to listen to the snarky, sarcastic radio show that mm. makes these body negative jokes or are you right. going to listen to the conscious consultant, for example? <laughs> Thank you. you know, what media are you going to have around you? What friends right. are you going to have around you? And actually being pretty disciplined right. about not exposing yourself to that. I had that the other day, someone uh, who wants to go on a date with me mm-hmm. made some snarky comment by text message and then he, I was like, no and then he tried to cover it up and it's like really? you know I'm not even going to go there it's uh, I want to have nourishing people around me right. and that's critical to have right. pe- uh, friends community who are pleasure positive mm-hmm. who are body positive mm-hmm. who are committed to this attitude of being the conscious creator as you describe it right. rather than ugh feeling bogged down and victimized by life. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, I'm really big on empowerment. I think that that that's uh, what people need more than anything else is just to recognize their own power because in this society we just have such a tendency to give our power away to other people, organizations, other things in life and not recognizing that we truly have a choice in the matter, right? We have a choice what we're focusing on. And that's why I care about weight loss, not because I want everybody to be size two, but if they are giving their power away to their weight, then we need to address what's going on there and create a new situation. And and I'm assuming, hopefully, rightly so, that, that you're not about people being a specific size so much as being in balance with their body and being what's right for them because different people are just naturally different body sizes, different body types. We're not all the same and it's finding what's the right and best, healthiest um, shape for your body. Absolutely. I care about their Mm self-esteem. I care about their self-respect, their health, their Mm -hmm. vitality, um, how how we're feeling good, feeling free, peace. That's what I care about, inner Uh, peace. We cannot change the world if we're caught up in an inner battle. Yes, absolutely. Someone was just saying that this weekend, that, you know, the reason we see all these wars around us is because there's war inside of us. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, time, believe it or not, to take our last commercial break. Uh, When we come back, let's talk a little bit about your book, Pleasurable Weight Loss, and uh, we'll let people know how to 
get a hold of it and get a hold of you. So everybody, please stay tuned. This is the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com. What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. And talking about pleasurable weight loss, music is also a pleasure a way to get pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. Highly. Absolutely. Highly pleasurable. <laughs> so um, you've been doing this for a number of years, but you've only recently come out with your book, Pleasurable Weight Loss. Um, I'm curious what uh, motivated you to finally uh, put pen to paper and start writing a book. Well, there's nothing like a, a book, holding a book in our hands. We can Absolutely. duck away from the world and really dive into the ideas. So after yeah. years of teaching workshops and working with clients, yeah. uh, it just I'd say the book book wrote me i mean Ah, (laughs) it it came through me in some way or another yeah actually i saw something just recently and i didn't read the full article but it was basically about the difference between seeing something 
on a printed paper versus reading something on a computer screen and how the mind processes it differently, actually. What's the difference? Um, it, it would just the, the, the reading something on the paper, um, you know, because it's more tactile, it makes more of an impression. Whereas when we see things like on a computer screen, it's more ephemeral. It, it you know, disappears much more quickly from our memory banks. I may be revolutionary, but I'm a little old school with liking uh, paper or books. Yeah, <laughs> me too, me too. Um, so in the book, you, 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 I guess, kind of step people through your, your, your kind of process, um, you know, learning to, to embrace your inner wisdom and, and, and kind of love your body. I know you have a chapter here that says the feminine principle. What's the feminine principle? The feminine principle is reminding us that the feminine is the source of life. Mm. We talk about the mother earth, mm-hmm. this force that's creating that's birthing and we all have that in us yes the feminine it's openness it's tenderness it's feeling Mm -hmm. it's creating Mm -hmm. and when we tap into that it's a powerful way to get out of feeling stuck in a funk Mm -hmm. like oh i'm just overweight and eating too much Mm -hmm. no you're a powerful creator you Mm -hmm. are force of nature Mm. And you're at one with nature. Mm. What was the turning point for me was realizing that my body is not separate from the intelligence of nature. Uh. Trees, flowers, all of these natural elements, they know, they just know how to grow. They know how to thrive. And so do we. So often we're disconnected from that. Mm. We're only focused on our goals we're only mm-hmm. focused on our thoughts mm-hmm. and we're separated from that sense of, mm-hmm. of being um, infinite possibility right right so i mean we've talked so far in the show really i guess more about kind of the almost psychological and, and sort of body-centered aspect of this whole thing i assume you you do also kind of coach on the nutritional side that you also have a background in in the nutrition end of things yes i mean after you've gotten through this other stuff not so much. Not so much. I focus on the oh. psychology of eating. Okay. There is a, a chapter in the book on, on pleasurable eating, mm-hmm. and I have a week of recipes in the book. Okay. And but the the suggestions they're they're not so they're not original, you know. Right, it's like right. eat. What is Michael Pollan's thing? Eat food, not too much, right. uh, mostly fresh <laughs> or something. You right, know, right. it's not out of a box. Yeah, yeah, it's not rocket science right eat the fresh things organic if possible right you know seasonal as close to natural mm-hmm. possible uh cooking that's uh, mm-hmm. one of the aspects is mm-hmm. can you enjoy being in your kitchen can you make that a sensual enterprise mm-hmm. a pleasurable enterprise and not just a drag oh okay okay so really the the pleasurable weight loss really has very little to do with actually what you're putting in your mouth so much and more about how you're feeling about yourself and then enjoying what you're putting into your mouth and really getting the pleasure from it as opposed to, oh, you can't eat this and you should eat that and you have to take these vitamins and you should exercise this many times a week. What you eat is absolutely important. I don't want to undermine that. Right. Just to say that my particular... Offering to the world. My specialty is not that. It's on the pleasurable eating practices, for example. There's 10 Mm. of them throughout the book. Ah, okay. Can you give us an example of one? Sure. The first one is to connect with your body Mm -hmm. as if she is a friend. 
as, as okay. this creature. Right. If you were eating with somebody, mm-hmm. you wouldn't just ignore them. Right. You wouldn't just be in your own monologue with no attention to their needs. No, mm-hmm. you would interact with them. You would listen to them. You would respond to them. Mm-hmm. So that's step one. Mm-hmm. I won't go through all of them, but I'll right. give you three. Okay. Step two is to relax before you eat. Okay. So we spoke about this. The relaxation state is the optimal mm. state for digestion, assimilation, mm. and calorie burning. And the problem is often we come to the table stressed and anxious and right. we use the food to relax. Right, right, right. So like eating at your desk in the middle of the day and rushing through it is not a good way to eat. No. No. Instead, take three, five, or ten deep breaths to relax. Got it. And what that does then is sensitizes you to pleasure gotcha. which is step three eat seek pleasure in every bite unadulterated pleasure really bring your senses we spoke about this earlier okay and in summary those three Mm -hmm. will get you a long long way Um, my clients respond with amazement how Mm -hmm. just changing how they're eating Mm -hmm. then then inspires them to change what they're eating great great well wonderful well it's been a pleasure having you on the show jenna um, so if people are interested in, in getting your book or learning more about you, how do they find out more about you? I've created an introductory program, a free program called oh, seven days of pleasurable weight loss mm-hmm. and it's delivered by email mm-hmm. and every day gives some mindsets, mm-hmm. some practices mm-hmm. and a recipe mm-hmm. and that's available at pleasurableweightloss.com. Ah, there you go. That's easy to remember. Easy to remember. And, uh, where can people find your book, Pleasurable Weight Loss? They, it's also available there too. Oh, okay. Once you get the free uh, program, program. Mm-hmm. you can get the book. Okay, uh, it's at booksellers all around. And uh, I'm on Facebook. Wonderful. I'm yeah, on and Twitter, if people want to get in, in touch with you, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, yeah, probably right there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Also, JennaLaflam.com is another way to uh, catch me. Okay. And, and why don't you spell that for our audience since we're on radio? Okay. J E N A L A F. For fire, L A M M E. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. It's been really a pleasure having you on the show. I wish you much, much success. I mean, you've been doing this for a while, and I hope that, uh, you know, your ideas and your concepts get out there uh, quite more because it sounds like something that everybody, not just women, need to learn more about. Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. So, everybody, uh, please stay tuned. Uh, Coming up next, of course, uh, wonderful actor, coach-turned-actor, Kevin Barbaro with his uh, show Coffee Talk 3.0, now nationally syndicated. Um, And uh, uh, also to pay attention, um, make sure if you have not yet signed up for our newsletter, please go to our website, TalkingAlternative.com, and sign up for our newsletter so you can keep abreast of all of our upcoming shows. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Lebowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern right here at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 